Hey, this week's podcast is sponsored always by our great friends over at NachoMamaSeattle.com. Chris and Sandra are over there making gourmet nachos from a gourmet food truck. Hashtag nachos and beer. And this week, Wednesday, they're going to be at Black Raven Brewing in Redmond, 4 to 8 p.m. Thursday, Stoop Brewing in Ballard, 5 to 8 p.m. Friday, the Hop and Hound in Bothell from 5 to 8. Saturday, Urban Family Brewing in Magnolia, 1 to 7 p.m. And that's not 1 a.m., by the way. That's 1 p.m. to 7 p.m., baby. And then Sunday, Chuck's Hop Shop in Greenwood, 5 o'clock p.m., 9 o'clock p.m., serving up the best nachos that you're ever going to stick in your mouth. I'm guaranteeing pimento cheese bomb nachos is on the specials this week. Cheddar cheese sauce, andouille sausage, pickled jalapenos, and pimento cheese. And then a salsa, roasted tomato salsa, and chips. Dude, head out all these locations and more next week. You can find them at nachomamaseattle.com. Chris and Sandra, doing it right. At Nacho Mamas, S-E-A on Twitter, at Nacho Mamas, S-E-A-T-T-L-E. That is at Nacho Mamas Seattle on Facebook, Instagram, hashtag Nachos and Beer. Go find them. Drink the best beers in the Seattle area with the best nachos going today. Yo, this is the L Train, and thanks so much for tuning in to this week's Bigfoot Pro Wrestling Podcast episode 111, 111, if you will. And uh, this week, I'm going to be talking to the one and only Aaron Wild, the man with the plan at Reactivate Professional Wrestling out of Richland, Washington. Tell you a little more about that in a minute. But uh, how is everyone? Been a busy uh, weekend of wrestling. Uh, before I get to that, um, just wanted to thank everyone for their uh, thoughts, their wishes, their prayers, if you will. Um, kind of a tough weekend. Lost the Orange podcast producer, my little cat, my five-year-old Orangey Pumpkin. I'm sure if you listen to the show, you've probably seen some pictures on my social media. Me and that guy, he was always sitting on the desk next to me, the next to the... Um, the mixer board, the computer, the laptop, the microphone. Once in a while, would try to rub his face on the microphone. Once in a while, would try to walk across the keyboards. One time, I was even mixing the show, and he walked across the laptop and kind of erased some stuff. But luckily, I had it saved already. Didn't completely destroy it. Um, so it is what it is. But, uh, man, had to uh, send that guy off into the uh, afterlife today. But it was always a great friend. Um, always made me laugh each and every day of my life. And, uh, like I said, if you've seen me on social media, once in a while, I'd post a pick up there with, uh, him and, uh, hanging out while we did the podcast. Uh, I was very amazed. I had so many thoughts and prayers on social media today on Facebook, especially, um, from not only my family and friends, but also the wrestling community who are also my friends, by the way, um, great friends, by the way. Um, you know, the first couple people to, uh, kind of do something with the message I sent out, Dave Turner, Max kind of said some comments and a whole bunch of other people after that. So, uh, I want to thank my family, my friends, my wrestling family and friends. Uh, I love you all and, uh, appreciate it very much. But anyway, you know what? Show must go on. Mrs. Clams isn't here this week. She's got other stuff going on. Got that book thing going on with her, uh, you know check it out. I'm not going to put it over right here, but, uh, she also will be having a, uh, podcast coming out. If you search for it, you can, uh, figure it out. But anyway, Bigfoot pro, pro wrestling podcast, episode 111. Um, dude, what a weekend of wrestling. 
Friday night, I made my first appearance ever at Battle Mania. My first appearance ever at 321 Battle Live. I've watched plenty of shows on the old feed on the uh, Evolve you know, dot com or whatever it was back in the day on that live feed they had. And now on Twitch, twitch.com, three, two, one battle. Uh, you can watch all the shows on there. They got plenty of shows on there. If you uh, haven't been watching, by the way, you can go back. We got to go back, Kate. Oh, never mind. Old lost reference. But um, you can go back and uh, check out all their shows. Maybe not all the shows, but a whole bunch for the last couple of years. But anyway, Battle Mania was so much fun at the show box. On Friday night, my buddy Jerry escorted me, an old high school friend, if you will. We'd known each other since we're probably 16, 15 years old. He came along, actually he was the D driver, by the way, the designated driver. So old uh, L-Train could have a few uh, cocktails at his first 3 one battle show. I just had a fabulous time. Nick, at around underscore Seattle, kind of held a spot over on the wall. Like if you came in, it was over to the right kind of near where the uh, wrestlers would kind of hang out and uh, make their way over to where they were going to come out on the stage. And uh, it was a great spot. We could see everything except for, you know, if they flew out of the ring and did some stuff. Couldn't exactly see that, but it was still a fabulous night. The crowd was wild. 750-plus people in there. It was freaking just amazing. And uh, I can't wait to get to another 3-2-1 battle show. Uh, more on that in a minute, but from the show, it starts off, well, they had a, a pre-funk, uh, match, which, uh, I don't have written down here, I'll be honest, but then, uh, Dave Turner comes out and destroys the Solid Steel champion, Solid Steel, the Solid Steel championship went to Dave Turner in about a minute and 30 seconds. I think that was the time. That's what I saw on uh, social media. If I'm wrong, tell me. But either way, it wasn't long. And there was a lot on this card. There, it was a huge card. This card went till, what, 12-something at night. It was great, but you never lost any intensity from match to match. Um, also, there was the uh, great tag team rumble, and the Hall sisters come out on top of that. That was awesome. Um, also the ladder match for the Seattle underground championship, Jacob Somas, check it out, man. And then a masterpiece of a technical genius match, Daniel Maccabe, Jonathan Gresham, Gresham. I probably said that wrong. Sorry. I apologize. But dude, back at the show box in July, July the 12th, they're coming back. If you can believe that. They're going to now do a second show this year at the show box. And it will be July the 12th. Tickets at AXS.com. Wet, hot Seattle summer. I'm looking at a little poster here. Looks like uh, Colt Cabana, which is huge. Sue Young, B-Boy, Brian Pillman Jr. Worth the price of admission alone. The price of of admission. So get over there now on excess.com and snatch up your tickets to this next big event at the show box near Pike Place Market for 321 Battle. It was my first time at one of these shows, first time at a Battle Mania, first time at 321 Battle, and I had a blast. Uh, after that, when the matches were going on, people were done, the wrestlers would walk around the crowd a little bit and uh, got to see Dave and Steve and uh, a whole bunch more. And uh, just really enjoyed it, and uh, I definitely, definitely, definitely can't wait to go back. Uh, really want to see that Showbox uh, show. Got to check my schedule, but I uh, had a great time. And a uh, shout-out to my buddy Jerry from high school for uh, cruising along, driving me. He didn't have too much to drink. I had a few, and then we hit the Federal Way where Jerry lives, where my car was at his house. Hit the Dick's Burger, was sober up, time I got in that seat. And just uh, had a good time driving home. And then uh, because of the thing I talked about earlier with uh, the Orange Podcast producer, I couldn't make it uh, Sunday to Without a Cause up in Everett, but it sounded like an amazing show. Congratulations to, uh, who would have thunk it, Chase James taking the Without a Cause championship in a surprise uh, there from what I understand. I can't wait for uh, Philip 
to put out his uh, review of this show, which he does every Without a Cause show. Check it out, dude. And also, super crazy appearance. Apparently, Dave Turner, the black sheep, came out and handled that situation. I did see that uh, Max suited up. He still got it. He still got it, apparently. And uh, got in there and uh, sounded like it maybe didn't end well for him uh, against the black sheep either. But, uh, dude, this show sounded off the hook. Great tag matches, the strays. And then because Chase James is now the Without a Cause champion. Next, May the 19th. It's a Sunday again, 4 p.m. bell time. What a great thing. In Everett, 4 p.m. bell time on a Sunday. That means you're getting out of the show before 7 o'clock, most likely. And you can still get to where you need to be. You're going to see Chase James defend that belt against the one and only Filthy Tom Lawler. Who I believe is the prestige champion right now. Can we get a belt versus belt? Promotion versus promotion? I don't know. Anyway, man, uh, great weekend for 3 to one Battle. Great weekend for Without a Cause. I know that uh, West Coast Wrestling Connection had a great show on Saturday. And uh, just another great weekend for the Northwest Wrestling Community. And there's another great show coming up this weekend. On Sunday, May the 28th, at the Joker's Comedy Club. It's a 5 p.m. bell time in Richland, Washington. My guest this week. Aaron Wild, the man with the plan at Reactivate Professional Wrestling, and it is their first show, and it is uh, going to be a great one. They're going to have the Black Sheep, Dave Turner. They're going to have Sonico. They're going to have Ethan HD. Oh, and you know what? They're all going to be in one match, three on three, in the main event. You're going to see referee Aubrey Edwards conducting business here i believe also referee kendall will be also be there so you know referee kendall marie by the way um this is going to be a great show over in richland washington to get your tickets apparently you got to get them at a bunch of places over there that are sponsoring the show but just go check them out on facebook you know it's facebook and uh reactivate professional wrestling pretty easy to find and uh Dude, just check it out, and uh, if you can get out there, help these folks out. Another local wrestling promotion, trying to kick it up a notch. Great area over there, Tri-Cities. You know, you got Hermiston down there, which we talked about with uh, Prestige Wrestling. You also have Cascadia Wrestling in Spokane. You know, four hours away is all the Seattle wrestling. So, not a bad deal at all. And, um... You know what? I'm just going to get out of here. This is the L Train. Check out our podcast on BigfootProWrestling.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, at Google Play. And I appreciate each and every one of you. I love you. Oh, wait. I probably shouldn't do that. I could get sued by a bigger podcast. But anyway, I appreciate y'all. And uh, I'm the L Train. And it's time to leave the station. Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at Powerslam.tv. Hey, man, it's the L-Train, and uh, we're back in another great edition this week of the Bigfoot Pro Wrestling Podcast. I have the pleasure of talking to a guy that's putting on a show, uh, Reactivate Professional Wrestling, Episode 1, Flip the Switch, at the Joker's Comedy Club, and that is on Sunday, April 28th. Looks like a bell time of 5 o'clock, man. Aaron, what's going on, man? Not a lot, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Hey, you're welcome. You know, I, I'm always trying to look around on Twitter and Facebook and... Uh, find out what's going on with Northwest Wrestling, so I put it on my little thing each week uh, on the podcast. I try to do a little calendar in, like, what's coming up in the next couple of weeks, or at least, and I saw reactivate, or excuse me, reactivate professional wrestling, and I noticed some of the folks that I know are going to be on that show that have been on this very podcast, so I was really, really excited about it. So when you got back to me uh, that you could uh, do the show, I was very, very uh, excited. So uh, 
Thank you so much, man. Where are you at right now? Uh, you out in Richland? Yes, I'm out uh, in Richland, Washington. Uh, we are looking to bring pro wrestling to this area. It hasn't been here in a long time. And I mean, the last time really that I can think of it was here. It was kind of that dark ages of the Pacific Northwest. Um, so it's been a while. And so it's, it's good to kind of bring it in. And uh, this area has grown a hundred thousand people in the last few years. So kind of excited about it. So it sounds like you said in the last few years. So maybe, uh, are you from out there originally? Yeah, I'm actually originally from here. Uh, I was born on the West side, but, uh, I've been, I was raised here in uh, Richland. Actually, uh, I grew up in the tri cities and, uh, came back to raise a family. So, so you took off for a little bit before the family started. Yeah. Yeah. Back in, uh, Back in 2000, um, I went uh, back to the west side, uh, lovely little burb of, of Lakewood, Washington, and uh, I had started uh, training professional wrestling with uh, Randy the Pimp Taylor and over in Tacoma. <laughs> Randy Taylor, and uh, I noticed there's some stuff on uh, social media about that gentleman right now, if you, if you want to talk about that just for a moment. Yeah, Randy, uh, Randy had a, a heart attack. And, uh, having recently started a new job, there's, uh, no, you know, he hasn't, hasn't gotten into, into his insurance yet. Hasn't gotten into any paid time off. Uh, so he's kind of down and out right now. So, uh, a lot of us coming together and, you know, trying to raise a little bit of money to help him out, get him on his feet. I mean, he's had his hand in, in training and a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, wrestlers here in the Pacific Northwest. I mean, everybody kind of knows, knows him and in some way, shape or form and, He's actually been uh, working, uh, he's running PWF up there. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, just trying to help him kind of get up on his feet and get going. And is and it so, a, uh, I'm sorry, is it a GoFundMe type of thing? Yeah, there's a, there's a Facebook donations page um, that we've all been kind of sharing and, and moving around. And it, I've posted it on my personal page and, and we'll uh, get it posted out to reactivate for their, that page as well here shortly. Nice, yeah, I saw, um, you know, I think uh, Dave Turner... Uh, retweeted it today and uh, Max who runs uh, Without a Cause and uh, so that's really nice the community is helping out one of their own I, I think that's so amazing yeah having come back to uh, professional wrestling here in the Pacific Northwest I mean that's that's been one of the big things is the community up here is amazing I mean everybody's super supportive and helpful and uh, you know that's that's not how it was in the dark ages when I when I started doing this thing um, to see these promoters kind of working side by side and wrestlers that are, you know, helping everybody. It's pretty fantastic. And so it, it, it's great to see that the community's coming together so quickly, uh, jumping to his aid. So, Well, uh, that's totally amazing and a, a great thing there. And uh, if you look on uh, Twitter and Facebook and uh, follow some of these guys, uh, I'm sure anyone listening to this podcast already does and have seen it. But uh, let's all go uh, throw, you know, if we all throw just a few bucks in, man, it's got to go a long way. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, again, he's he's a guy that, you know, there's a lot of wrestlers around that have worked with him or he's had some kind of hand in and and uh, yeah, it's he's a he's a great guy. Excellent, man. Excellent. Uh, so anyway, man, you did some training for a while. That thing kind of just didn't uh, work out for you in the long run or. Well, um, again, it was it was kind of a darker time and it's one of those I look back on it and I kind of can point to myself and say, man, you should have shut up and listen. Um, you know, there were a lot of great influences back then and some people that, you know, really should have listened to. And there were a couple guys, I mean, like Buddy Wayne was, was one who mm. had a lot of great things to say, but in my early twenties, I'm not sure I was necessarily listening to the actual meaning of what he was having to say. So, you know, I did that in Tacoma and I went down to Portland and I worked with Tito Carrion for a while and, um, got to have some pretty great conversations with like Playboy Buddy Rose and, and some of those, but, uh, eventually some things caught up and I kind of looked at it as like, ah, you know, maybe this isn't for me. And so I kind of actually walked away from the sport, from professional wrestling completely. Um, I wasn't watching anything, wasn't listening to anything, wasn't paying attention to anything until just a few years, a few years ago. And I dove back into the independent scene and kind of following these guys and, and doing a lot of chatting, watching everything I could watch online. Uh, and it's been great to see the evolution of, of you know twitch and how they've been uh -huh. getting all their stuff out there so everybody can watch it and it's it's kind of took me back to that feeling that i had back then where i wanted to put something together with professional wrestling that i could just give to people i didn't have to worry about 
you know, making a million dollars on it. I wanted to just give it out to the public. And that's kind of where Reactivate has come from. Mm, mm, mm. Well, before we get to um, Reactivate, so you've been from Richland a long time. Tell us on the Washington map where Richland is. So we are southeast uh, Washington uh, in what is a desert basin. So you have a lot of people who, you know, I mentioned I'm from Washington. People instantly think I'm in Seattle or they'll <laughs> ask me, you know, oh, does it rain there a lot? Is it? I mean, does it rain as much as it does in the UK? Or, And I'm like, no. I live in a part of Washington that has 300 days of sunshine, whether it's raining, the wind is blowing, it's snowing. It doesn't matter what it is. There's it. The sun is out here. I was like, I, it's a dry heat. We get 107 degrees in the summer. Um, you know, and the best part about it is we're surrounded by these three rivers and I don't know there's a lot of great stuff going on over here that everybody just kind of sleeps on. People don't think about it. So Richland's out in the tri city area. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, Richland uh, is out here in the Tri-Cities. Uh, we're about two and a half hours south of Spokane. And mm. Yeah, we're it, it's great. The Tri-Cities is kind of a great location because we're right in the middle of everything. I mean, I'm four, four hours from Seattle, four hours from Portland, four hours from Boise, two hours to Spokane. Um, you know, we're kind of like right there, the center hub of all the major areas here yeah. in, in the Pacific Northwest. So. Get down there to uh, Hermiston pretty quick, too. Oh, yeah. Hermiston's only about a half hour away. That's nice. They got some stuff going on down there, which is really great. There's so much professional wrestling going on in the Northwest, man. It's it's, it's really amazing. So when you grew up out there in Richland, man, were you a sports athlete? I was. I was. I uh, I played baseball growing up, a uh, little bit of basketball. I was a wrestler. Um, did a, quite a few of, the, of those things. I grew up bowling with my dad. Uh, my dad was a big bowler. Uh, so, yeah, we... I, I've always been active and kind of going and doing that stuff. And um, there's, I mean, again, it's another one of those here in the Tri-Cities. There's a lot of that kind of stuff here. So <laughs> so that was the other night I was trying to get a hold of you. And uh, you had to do your bowling league and because I, I was trying to move our podcast a little later, man. Uh, so you've been bowling for years and years and years and years and years? Um, I, bowled, I bowled until I was about 18. And <laughs> then I got back into it again here a couple of years ago. Um and uh, it was kind of on a whim, actually. Uh, my wife had a coworker whose husband was looking for somebody to bowl with them, and she asked me if uh, I would go do it. And I hadn't bowled in a long time, um, so I uh, pulled the old bowling balls out, grabbed all the old <laughs> stuff, went out there and bowled, and just kind of caught the bug again. So were the shoes and gloves a little stinky after all that time? <laughs> a little musty yeah they've been in the garage just kind of my wife had probably tried to give give them away a hundred times <laughs> ask you a little for a breeze on them you know <laughs> yeah yeah exactly oh man and uh there's usually beer involved in that kind of uh, uh league right oh always always yeah <laughs> definitely excellent excellent man so when uh oh sounds like the kids came in one of them did oh, that's okay don't even worry about it we're like so much louder than what's going on back there it doesn't matter but uh, <laughs> so, what were your first memories of uh, seeing or knowing what professional wrestling was? Oh, I was young. Um, I started watching at a young age. My uh, grandma was actually the one who got me into it. She was this. Damn, it's, it, it's, I'm sorry to interrupt, but it's always the grandma. I don't know yeah. what it is. I mean, I've had some play, guys I've talked to. It's the grandfathers, but it's always the grandma or an uncle. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, my grandma in this case. My tiny little, like, 85-pound grandma uh, would sit at the screen, you know, and she's, you know, cheering for Hulk Hogan, and she's yelling at the Iron Sheik, and she's <laughs> going on, and all these different things. And I just got, I got, I think I got captivated by her. Um, but then, like, my earliest moment that I really remember being as my, this is what I want to do, I want to have something to do with this moment, was... Uh, was uh, the Mega Powers at WrestleMania Five? Oh yeah, um, that was that match was the one for me that was like, this is what I want to do. I want to have something to do with this. So, what was it about it? Just grabbed you on the inside. Did you get those goosebumps? <laughs> like, did you head off into your room after that? Grab like your pillow or your buddy or something and start, you know, Hulk and Savage one on one kind of thing. Well, I and I, you know, something like that. But it was with my with my cousin Matt. But, <laughs> I think it was Savage, really, who, like Randy Savage, who really it was the one for me. 
um, everyone talks about, you know, Hulk Hogan being that guy. And I, I liked Hulk Hogan as a kid and all those things, but there was something about Randy Savage and I couldn't ever get past it. And it, it went on even from that match on. I mean, like that was my guy. That was the guy I wanted to be. That was the guy I emulated was uh was savage and did you dig on the uh the whole elizabeth story with him i did i did actually i i I think i followed that probably closer than anything else that i can remember did you watch that uh dark side of wrestling i think that's the title of it on uh, the network uh uh vice i think that's what it's on i haven't watched it yet okay no then i won't give it any spoilers <laughs> yeah, getting getting ready for this show and everything else I've got going on. It's been my focus has been, you know, trying to get this show off the ground and not vomiting on myself. Oh man! I'm, so uh, <laughs> your grandmother showed you wrestling. Macho Man was the man. Big memories of him and Hulk. Uh, any live shows that you went to at that point that really kind of grabbed you? Did you ever get out to any live shows at that point? No, I actually wasn't. Uh, I didn't even realize that that the other scene existed until much later. Um, it wasn't until I was probably because again, like I said, wrestling didn't really come through the Tri Cities. There wasn't right. there. There's talk of things that had come through and stuff like that, but nothing that I recall until it was 19 and a show came through. I have no idea who put it on. I don't know the name. <laughs> of the company but they brought in public enemy uh the oddities were here oh damn uh, so i got i got to meet george animal steel that was pretty awesome oh that guy i love that guy yeah wouldn't go yeah, over now that, obviously but that's awesome <laughs> yeah and you had uh you know virgil and some of those and and so it was a uh, it was pretty great and i remember getting in the ring and you know i'm Six foot four, two hundred and fifty pounds. Nineteen years old. Big boy. Long bleached blonde hair, tied back, and uh, I think I'd probably had one or two of my tattoos at that point. <laughs> and I, I get in the ring, and right off the bat, I mean, there's you know the guys from Public Enemy, like, hey, if you want to train, like we're gonna, you know, and I, I think that was kind of where the bug got planted, as far mm. as oh man, I got to find something to do. But they were all over me the whole time I was there. Oh, that's incredible, man. Yeah, so, uh, so it was pretty pretty fun. <laughs> that is great. That's awesome. So any, uh, you know, you grew up in Washington. Any memories of the old Pacific Northwest days, Portland wrestling? Not a lot. Not a lot, actually. Like I said, I wasn't, uh, I didn't, wasn't really aware those existed until later. Um, like I said, about probably 20 years ago. Well, now it's been 21 years ago, I guess. <laughs> um, again, for me at that time, it was... You know, WWE and WCW was really all I knew, um, you know, because we're predating the internet quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't really know much about ECW until it was almost done. Mm. Uh, so so it took uh, a lot of, hey, send me tapes, you know, I just started getting involved with some of the tape collectors and those guys trying to get stuff sent around. And uh, so, you know, trying to kind of fill in my information after the fact was really kind of what what got me oh, was there man. about 19 20 years old so you went from there and then mm -hmm. you you tried your hand at wrestling for a while got out of it had to go do something else whether you think you made a mistake or whatever it was how did you get to starting reactivate professional wrestling well i think the uh I think the idea had been with me for the idea had been with me for a long time i mean really kind of while i was uh, working out in Portland down there with Tito, um, you know, Tito was, was amazing. He was one of those guys who was just, you know, full of stories, full of great information. Uh, he had a lot of positive things to say. He had me doing a lot of things that I, I didn't, wasn't necessarily maybe ready for, but that's a good thing. Cause, uh, the more uncomfortable I am generally, the better I do. Nice. Uh, so I was, training a couple of his guys from the Lucha Libre style into the American style and had a couple of those guys that hit, we hit it off really well. And so we'd, we'd go into the gym before hours, usually on a Wednesday morning and bang around. And some of Sandy Barr's guys were coming in with us and it was a lot of fun. And I was getting to kind of run, run the gym. And 
you know, for those couple of days. And uh, I think that's where the bug kind of started. I knew that I wanted to do something uh, of my own, something a little bit bigger. And then, like I said, I walked away from the business, kind of the business as a whole. Um, but that idea was always there. It was just sort of a question of what I was going to do. And when the legislation in Washington State all changed back in, was it 2016, 2017? Right on. Um you know, that's when things started kind of happening and things started popping and you see, you know, prestige pop up and, and Defy's been running for a while and, you know, I'm having to go back and check into that stuff and then, you know, three to one battle and all these great shows and all this great stuff. And um, I ended up uh, going and checking out Big League, Big League Wrestling up in Yakima. Right on. And got chatting with those guys a bit and realized like, okay, if I'm going to do something like, strike all the irons hot and i've always had these ideas of what i wanted to do and, and part of the name behind reactivate mm-hmm. is i love characters and i miss like the larger than life characters of wrestling that i grew up with and so part of it is just kind of you know how do we move forward but bring back some of those things that captivated youth and so that's kind of been the big thing on my mind is is you know i want to do something kind of over the top i want to do something uh, I don't want to have 20 guys coming out of the ring that all, you know, black trunks and black <laughs> knee pads and, you know, glass breaking in their, their entrance themes, you know, I want to avoid some of that. I want to kind of get back to those, you know, brighter colors and bigger guys and, and, you know, personalities. And so I went and kind of handpicked who I, who I was interested in kind of right off the bat. And uh, we've kind of gone from there. It's been, you know, it's introduced me to a lot of guys I didn't know. Um, and I've been able to watch and just absolutely just in, uh, completely enamored with some of the work that these guys are doing in the Northwest. So, so did you, do you know how to work it out behind the scenes? You know, you got to get your talent. You got to book them. I mean, you're more most likely doing a Northwest show. So people aren't coming from, you know, across the country or anything. But uh, still, is it hard to line that up? when you haven't done it before? Um, well, you know, I have, I have seen it, obviously I've kind of seen some of it. Um, I did mention to, uh, a couple of people that I wish I had paid more attention when I was a kid (laughs) or when I was younger, but, uh, that needs to be a shirt by the way for you. I should have paid more attention when I was a kid. I should have paid more attention. There we go. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. I feel like that's the, that's the, uh, the tagline (laughs) for my life. I should have paid more attention. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, no, we, it, it's been great. It's been, uh, talent kind of came pretty quickly. We, I had some guys I was interested in right off the bat. I mean, like I said, I went up to a show and there were a couple of guys who stood out. And so they were guys that I knew I wanted to talk to. Um, and then as we went filling, I brought in, uh, Travis mayhem hmm. to help me out with talent because he's a guy who, you know, he's a, he's a, uh, uh, an Uber fan. I mean, he f- watches these guys. He goes to these shows on the, on the West side. He lives on the West side. Mm. Um, he's constantly in communication with people. So I kind of brought him in to help me out because I didn't want, you know, a bunch of guys from one promotion to come in and basically just run their, their show version 2.0. Okay. So I grabbed a few guys from over here and a few guys from over there and a couple of gals from, I mean, I got a couple of gals coming in from nice. Utah. Um, I've got a guy coming in from Southern California. Uh, we have we have people coming in from all over the place, but uh, a lot of them have roots and ties to to the Tri City area. As a matter of fact, they've all gone to different different areas because there wasn't wrestling here. Uh, so, you know, we've been able to kind of bring some of them back in. So there's going to be some people that actually have been through or lived in this area that will be coming in for the show too. So nice, nice. You didn't, uh, put over a lot of names there. Is a, is it still a secret until the show time or what's going no, on? No, we, we have the majority of the card posted. Okay. Um, and I where, think there's sorry, go ahead. really, Oh, there's really only, I think one thing left that I haven't announced to the public yet. Nice. Um, and I won't. I've got a one thing kind of set aside for 
one or two things. Well, maybe a couple things set aside for the people at the show. That's great. That's a good wrestling yeah. show. Surprise the people. You know, give them some hot wrestling storylines and some surprises. And as a fan, which I am mostly, never trained like you did, never worked behind the scenes like you did. That sounds awesome, dude. As uh, your prime directive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's it's great. I, you know, I've seen some of these. You know, like I said, looking at. Um, you know, Prestige and Hermiston and Without a Cause and Everett and uh, some of the surprises that they've popped out. And I'm sitting here going, man, I wish I was at that show. <laughs> well, at least but, you got the, um, there's the, um, you know, the streaming devices these days. You know, yeah. Defy, Prestige, 321, 321's on Twitch. Battle Mania was just on the other night, by the way. I was there live. It was a great time. But there's so many of those nowadays. Like, I think you had mentioned that earlier in the conversation or before we went on the air. I can't remember now. But there's so many ways to catch up on all this wrestling now. There's so many ways to put over your product. Yeah, there is. And and Twitch is definitely uh, in my line of sight. I mean, that's I think that's just a fantastic tool for putting it out there. Um, so that's something that we're we're interested in down the road. I mean, again, we're, you know, doing this first show and while we've been planning it for some time, there were some things that came up that, you know, you don't always expect and, you know, hurdles that you got to jump here and there. But um, that's definitely on our radar. Uh, we have quite a few different options. And, and again, my whole vision with with Reactivate originally was how do I give a product to the people like to, to the fans and to, you know, what's the best way to, to, to deliver my vision to everyone. And so I think that's been, that's been one of my favorite parts about doing this whole thing is getting to look into all the different digital options that are available. Um, and it, it's amazing to see what people are using and how it's going and how much wrestling you can watch. I mean, I, I don't have enough time in the day. No, there's not enough time in the week the month, you know, the year to watch everything you want to. Sometimes you just got to go, okay, I just got to see that one match on a show and just go check it out on whatever service it's on, you know, whatever it might be. And then, okay, well, we're going to watch this show over here. And, you know, it's it's insane. You got Fight yeah. TV, that last week, not last weekend, but WrestleMania weekend. Holy oh, crap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there are so many shows. Yeah, there was a lot of wrestling to watch on, on WrestleMania weekend. It was pretty amazing. <laughs> it was insane. Yeah. So, reactivate. Uh, did I see there might be a black sheep on that show? There is a black sheep on the show, yes. Uh, actually, one of my... <laughs> so, Dave Turner is a guy who, plain and simple, you can't ignore. Um, he... I, I The minute I saw Dave Turner, and I, I haven't even met Dave Turner yet in person. Um, we've chatted a few times, obviously. Um, D don't let him fool you. He's a sweetheart of a guy, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, but he's a guy that you, you can't look away from. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's, there's a look, there's a talent, there's yeah. a lot of things about him that just, you know, you know, I'm not sure exactly where we're at in his career, but I'm relatively certain, relatively certain it's about to be shooting straight up. Uh, so, you know, he's a guy who I had to have, I knew I had to have him, um, and so I reached out to him right away. As soon as we were getting all this stuff going, I was like, Dave, Dave, remember, don't, don't forget about me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he does. That guy wrestles every chance he can get. He gains every oh, yeah. piece of experience. I've had the pleasure to talk to him a couple times. Frick, I stood next to him a couple, a uh, few nights ago at Battle Mania after he destroyed Steve West in a minute, 30 seconds, by the way, for a championship oh. there. And then he just kind of hung out in the the crowd over on the wall with people it was really really nice he's a he's a monster of a man man <laughs> yeah it, well and you know another one uh, another one that that stood out there when i saw him in the yakima area was uh ethan hd oh yeah and so i got talking to a couple of people and i said look i want to do something as far as a main event goes that hasn't been done that I'm aware of that hasn't been done that people haven't seen. And so our main event of the night is Dave Turner versus Ethan HD versus the Lucha Ghoul Sonico. Oh yeah. In a triple threat match. So that's, that's my main event for the night. And I am chomping at the bit for that one. I can't wait to see it. 
dude, that was the the one I saw online. I think just earlier day when I was looking around, I was waiting for you to talk about it. That match is going to be amazing. You got yeah, you know the monster, the the big man in Dave Turner. You got the high flying Sonico Luchador. And then you got Ethan, who is like, he can high fly, he can power it out, you know, technical wrestling, whatever he wants to do. That's like an ultimate main event. Yeah, that, that's kind of how that was. It was funny telling that to some of the other talent we were bringing in when they were asking about, you know, who's going to be there, da, da, da. You know, you mentioned that match and you can tell like the fanboy or fangirl starts coming out in them. And uh, I'm really excited about that one. You know, I mean, I, I, like I said, I mean, I get kind of goosebumps thinking about it because you're right. Like you said, I mean, you have pretty much every style you can think of is in that match uh, between those three guys. I mean, there's just, they could, anything could happen. Well, that's exactly what it is. Cause if you just, if it was Dave against just Sonico, yeah, Sonico is going to fly around for a while, but Dave's eventually going to get him. Same mm-hmm. with probably Ethan. But you throw that third person in there to just now it's just a wild card. Anything can happen. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's going to be a great one. And you know, we got lucky enough that uh, you know our, our referee for that match is going to be uh, Aubrey Edwards. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she's going to be re- she's going to be the referee for that match. So you know, again, it was, a, it was another person who right right time. Um, you know, she's got so much great stuff going on and, you know, she's, she's so good at what she does. And I think that kind of, you know, if you're going to have anybody reign in that circus, it's going to have to be her. I don't know that anybody else could do it as well. Yeah. She's top notch. She's worked the May Young classic WWE, uh, evolution. Um, there's, you can't even say anything else about her anymore. Everyone knows she's, she's, she needs to be at the next level soon. I don't want her to go, right? Because we all want her to be here. But yeah. eventually, she's going to be there. We're going to see her on TV every week. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> oh, man. Absolutely. So what else going on in that yeah. card, if you don't mind ask me asking? Well, we've got, um, we've got a, like I said, I kind of went and handpicked a few people from here, a few people from there. Uh, there's a few, you know, things that we kind of brought together that uh, you haven't seen in other places and we're kind of excited about. I mean, I've got, um, you know, you know, the uh, cook bros are coming in. Oh yeah. And I've got the cook bros uh, squaring off with no more heroes. Uh, Aiden Reyes and Jeff Orcutt. Nice. And so here's two teams that are a blast to watch and they've never crossed paths. So I'm super excited about that because I mean, again, it's another one of those. You you watch matches from either one of those two teams, and things get crazy, things get fun, uh, and so I think it'll be a blast to kind of see those see those ones come together. Oh, dude, that um, sounds like a blast! First time match on your card, by the way. Yeah, and that was that was a lot of what I was trying to do. A lot of these things that haven't been done, and you know, again, finding some of these guys that are big characters or you know, have a certain look or, you know, or doing something more than those, um, you know, like I said, black trunks and, you know, broken glass or whatever. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, and I, I definitely went for personalities as well. I mean, we found a lot of guys that I just, I enjoy everything they post online, everything they do. Uh, there's, you know, you put a microphone in their hands. Um, you know, speaking of tag teams, we have, uh, a team that's going to be new to the Pacific Northwest. Um, they're not new wrestlers to the Pacific Northwest. They actually wrestle um, in the area. And we'll kind of leave that to the imagination as far as who they are. <laughs> nice. But the, the team is uh, the Gods of Rehab. They're coming in. Um, and they're facing the A-team. Uh-huh. Uh, the, so you have you know Chase James and Jackson Price. Dude, and so that's that'll awesome. be another one that'll be fun. Chase James just had a great weekend. He did have a great weekend. He's had a great week. <laughs> had a real good week. So what? Mr. He, multi-title. Uh, he won something at Cascade. He won something at Without a Cause. Was there one other? I can't remember. <laughs> no, I think it was just the two. Oh, okay. But he's he's a former tag champion in Cascade as well. Nice, 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 um, nice. And they, he's been, you know, he has done, he's a guy who 
I'm just a big fan of I'm a I'm a giant fan of his drive. I mean, he just he's always going. He's always working. He's always he eats, breathes and sleeps wrestling. Like it, it just you can tell the passion in him. It is never gone. Oh, yeah. Every weekend he drives yeah. to Everett, Washington from Spokane, puts himself up in a hotel, trains and then drives all the way back, man. He he's incredible. I've had the pleasure to talk to him on the podcast and I've got had the pleasure of meeting him at a couple different shows, man. He's just a, a nice guy. I can call him a nice kid, but uh, he might not like that. He might uh, kick my ass for that. I don't know. Right, right. It's a good possibility. <laughs> yeah, he. So the A team too. They, the he and Jackson just posted their uh, video for Reactivate Pro uh, today, and so they've got a new video floating around online that they cut for for this show to promote the show. And I was, I saw it. I was sitting in the bank actually as I was chatting with the teller about some things, and. I, she was going to get a card for us, and I was looking at the video, and I was watching, and I started laughing hysterically in the middle of the, the <laughs> of the bank. <laughs> and then I realized I was in public. I was like, "Oh, I need to stop." But yeah. it was it was great. I mean, classic, you know, classic A team style. Like they're just having a good time with it, having fun, and and it was super entertaining. So you're, I was really excited. You're about in it. there trying to handle a serious, you know, transaction, and you're watching Chase James in the A team. <laughs> That's great. That's yeah, when I got you're the a wrestling Facebook fan. notification that they, they tagged it, and I was like, oh, what is this? I should have known better. <laughs> <laughs> he did a thing the other night when he was watching the show up in Everett. Uh, Super Crazy came out, and he was doing a Facebook Live thing at the time, so that was cool because I couldn't make it up there for the night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those, again, those surprises. That's yeah, kind yeah. of exactly what I'm talking about. Surprises. You, know? you never surprises. know. Surprises. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, man, uh, you've talked about some of the card, man. Uh what does your family think about this? What does the wife say when you go, if you don't mind me asking, by the way, dude, honey, I want to start this wrestling company. It's going to cost a little money. Uh, you know, she was tentative at first. Um, but, uh, you know, she's super supportive of a lot of my crazy and cause there's a lot of it. There's a lot of it to deal with sometimes. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, she's, you know, we've had this talk, and, and I'm sure she wishes there was more time in the day uh, so that I could get it done and still get, you know, some of the other things done. But uh, no, she's super supportive. Um, you know, she'll be there. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. She was not a wrestling fan. She didn't grow up with it. Uh, but she sees how, how I get, and I think that's been making that, you know, she's happy to see that, and she gets she gets going with that, so... But yeah, she'll be at the card. She'll be there nice. in full support. So, dude, that's how my wife is with the podcast and going to wrestling shows. Man, she she's supportive. She enjoys it. And uh, dude, we have a blast uh, watching shows together. That's really good. That uh, she's so so supportive of your uh, endeavor. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's that's my hope. I'm hoping you know because as we all know with wrestling, I mean there's there's always something for everybody. I mean yeah. you don't you don't have to love everything, but you will find something that you enjoy. And that's my hope is that I'm hoping she gets the bug because I'd really like to travel to some more of these shows, take the kids, <laughs> take the, take my son. Um, I took him to a WWE live event that was here a while back. He's five and he fell in love with it. Um, we watch, uh, he and I watch a little bit of Lucha underground together and his favorite wrestler is Prince Puma. Oh, nice. And, he will ask no matter what wrestling it is, no matter what the card is, you know, is Prince Puma going to be on? <laughs> so he doesn't uh, know he's actually uh, Ricochet yet? Well, I, I've tried to have that conversation with him, but he doesn't. <laughs> That's we, all right. Watched, it's like yeah, Santa Claus. He's in love. Exactly. Yeah. There's, there's no, that he's like, no, that's not him. <laughs> like, no, but it, you know, <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's a good time. I'm, I'm excited to have him there, especially because I think he's just going to be, you know, head over heels about it. And, you know, when he gets to kind of see, you know, all this stuff and all these guys and, you know, the various masks and whatever, you know, is going on. And, and I think he'll really get into it. I mean, he loved the WWE live event that we went to. Um, so I think, I think this is going to be an even bigger, an even bigger thing for him. I think he'll really enjoy it. That's awesome, man. A dad and his kid wrestling, you're going to let him just like run around backstage. Like he's one of the heart kids back in the day, you know? <laughs> no he'll he'll be uh we have a a section kind of off for uh 
our sponsors and for our families and stuff like that. So hopefully he'll be up there enjoying himself. But oh, good. Uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> oh man! And uh, speaking, of, you just mentioned your sponsors, man. Do you want to throw out on any of those right now? Yeah, actually. Um, so we had some great local sponsors jump in and want to be involved, and um, you know, one of our like our main event or our uh, whole show sponsor was uh, Sunken Treasures Games in Richland. Um, the owner, Sarah is a huge wrestling fan. Like the knowledge she puts out there puts me to shame. Like I feel uh, uh, so uh, stupid uh. talking about wrestling with her. Um, and she was one who, you know, she, she asked right off the bat, you know, the cook bros and Sonico and, nice. you know, she's a, she's a big indie fan. So, uh, they jumped in and, you know, and they do their, um, you know, they, they actually sell, it was amazing going into a shop. Um, I have never seen a cooler collection of new Japan pro action figures for sale really? than what they have there. Oh yeah. There's a, it's awesome. Um, I would, I would urge anyone in the tri cities who's a wrestling fan. And especially if you like new Japan or anything like that to go into sunken treasures games in the uptown in Richland and go check it out. I mean, they've got, you know, WWE action figures and new Japan action figures and old stuff and new stuff. And, Oh. I mean, it's crazy. It's an awesome collection, and I, I just, I was floored. Oh, I man. was floored. I'll have to tell yeah, my buddy uh, Nick, who's at around underscore Seattle. He's a big uh, action figure dude. He actually takes those and pops and recreates them into Northwest wrestlers. Oh, nice. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> I've I've seen some of those actually. I think I saw I saw a couple of those that he did. Yeah, he gave one to Swerve, and gosh, off the top of my head, I can't remember who else, but. It's a pretty fun thing. That's the way the uh, you know the the Northwest wrestling community does, man. The fans are yeah, like myself, are so so appreciative of what all the wrestlers do, all the talent, all the promoters, the refs, anyone that's uh, a part of it. They're so good to us when we come out to the shows. Yeah, absolutely. So, man, absolutely. Uh, tell us about uh, this ring announcing thing. Have you done this before? No, uh, oh. ring announcing will be new to me. Um, but, uh, as, as far as this goes, um, I am a long time, uh, karaoke host and mobile DJ, and I've been doing a lot of that kind of stuff. So emceeing is not new to me. I've done, you know, huge parties, small parties. Um, I've got an, another one coming up here shortly. That'll be 9,200 employees. I think I'm doing a, a party for them for one of the local government agencies. Oh man. So I'm one of those guys, you, you, you give me a microphone or give me a platform and I'll have plenty to say. <laughs> so, um, no, it's, it's, I think it was one of the things I, I had no intention of doing this. I was looking at other options locally and a couple of guys that were recommended, but you know, my team kind of came down and said, look, we can do this stuff. You should be doing that because that's what you do. And so I had to give up. I mean, I was planning. I'm not sure how I was planning on doing it, but I was looking at, you know, timekeeping and, and handling, you know, behind the curtain and all these other things. And I'm like, no, that's what I have you guys for. You're right. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll do this. So it'll be fun. I mean, I, I get to come out, you know, I get to come out in kind of in character, the character who's been on the shelf for a long time. Nice. Um, because I'm not your... I'm not your typical, you know, owner or ring announcer. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to be in a shirt and tie. I'm going to go out and have some fun, but, uh, yeah, no, it'll be, it'll be a good time. I mean, I'll be kind of up in the crow's nest. So everybody will be able to see where I'm at all night. The crow's Um, nest. I love that reference by the way. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we'll be, we'll be up there. I'll be up with the, I'll be up with the sound guy and are you guys going to do directing from there? Kind of a live announcing thing here. Are you going to, just no okay just checking. no because some I, shows do that sometimes it's good sometimes it's not some you know yeah i i think if we do anything um with the video and commentary wise it'll all be post-production um because i i'm torn i'm one of those guys i have a lot of really unpopular opinions about professional wrestling um i have a tendency to be a little I don't think controversial is the right word, but <laughs> some of my opinions are not always, you know, uh, the best received. 
And I'm torn with live com- commentating at a show. Because mm. uh, I've seen it, I mean, like with 3-2-1 Battle, I feel like it fits what they're doing in it, such a great way. Yeah, it does I well could, across on Twitch. It doesn't come off very well, but when you're there, it sounds good. Yeah, I, I, and I, I kind of see that in the show. It's like, I bet you live, that's fantastic. It's amazing. Um I know, you know, a couple of those guys that are in there, like I think it was Cody and those guys, mm-hmm. um, they do such an amazing job with it. And I feel like, again, it fits the show. It, it, it's such a, a, a crowd based, weird, you know, thing like it's fantastic. But I've watched it in other events where I'm kind of like, meh, yeah. you know, it, it's not that kind of crowd. It's not that kind of show. Really, all it's doing is confusing people. Um, so re- with reactivate, we'll feel it out. I think for now we're going to steer clear of it with the venue that we're using and some of the other things, it's possible. It may be something we work in in the future because we could have that same kind of feel and that same kind of crowd nice. purely unintentionally. Just the venue that we're using is such a great room and, uh, I'm excited for everybody to see, see wrestling in that room. I think it's going to be something that. I think the venue is going to be just as just as important as uh, the talent and everything else to the growth of, of Reactivate. So, and that's the uh, is it the Joker's Comedy Club? Yes, Joker's Comedy Club. It's a great size for for what we're doing. It's going to be a little bit more intimate. There's you know, but I, I think it's one of those. It's, it, it it will have a bit of a party feel to it. Like we, we are still doing it as a family friendly environment, but mm-hmm. there's quite a quite a party feel to the room. So I'm assuming in this place there'll be some food, maybe some alcoholic beverages, some sodas. Yeah, there's a um, venue itself is connected to a bar. Being family friendly, we won't have alcohol in the venue. You'll have to go into the bar mm-hmm. to get your drink. But there's giant glass windows. Oh. Um, so they'll be covered for the most part, but we'll have like sections where people that, that are from, you know, that have a ticket can watch from if they're in the bar having a drink. There will be there will be servers walking around serving food, sodas, things like that. I'll see. There you go. That's nice. Yeah, and there'll be tables kind of spread around and seating, you know, for the general the the general admission section, so they can kind of sit back and enjoy, and you know, make it a little more casual, fun kind of environment. Um, and again, where they can order food from the servers and nice man. So, hey, I kind of hurried a little bit earlier. I realized we were still on the sponsors when I jumped to the next episode. We had talked about the Sunken Treasures games. It looks like you got a few more um, sponsors on your uh, list there. Yeah, we have uh, the Uptown Phone and Electronics Repair. Um, Those guys are our ticket sponsors. So every one of the tickets that people get handed will have a coupon on the back for those guys. You know, they're, they're another couple of guys. They've been supportive with us forever um we've all hosted and done karaoke together and so i mean they're guys i've I've known forever um but it was the same thing i mean once we got going with this they they knew you know they know me and my digital marketing background and everything else they were so quick to jump in but yeah they're uh they're amazing guys to work with i they do all of my computer repair anything that i need for my phones anything else i i wouldn't put my stuff in anybody else's hands nice um and then we have uh Weights and Repetition, which is uh, one of those small casual gyms, kind of more of a, you know, you don't want to deal with the big gym, the big feel, the tons and tons of people. Um, so she goes through, Gina Bartles, uh, Bartels, who owns it, um, she has kind of a system in place where you go around the room and do your thing and then you're done. And uh, she's lost... I mean, she lost 80 some pounds before she decided to get into it uh, through her own, wow. uh, her, her own weight loss venture. And so she's fantastic. She's got great information for nutrition. She's got, you know, a very hands-on kind of private. So you, you can do your work, you know, it's especially geared toward, you know, seniors or, or women in particular who don't want to, you know, deal with the crowds, but there's, she does a lot of great stuff for men too, especially if you're, you know, she's not necessarily a physical trainer, but she can kind of help you with rehabbing injuries and things like that. So real nice. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's awesome. And then, uh, I got a couple of Espo's bar and grill. You'll see, uh, you know, those guys are huge wrestling fans and they'll, they'll have a big, they have a, a pretty big following of guys that'll be at the show. Nice. Um, and so, 
they're they'll definitely have some exposure. Anybody at the show is going to know who they are pretty fast. Um, Studio A is a her name's Amanda. She's a, a hairstylist. Um, amazing work. You know, we send our wives over that way. <laughs> and then, uh, well, the last one is my other business, so we don't worry about that one. <laughs> <laughs> we also see Joker's Comedy Club and the uh, Atomic Lanes on your list too. Yes, Joker's. So yeah, the Joker's Comedy Club. Joker's is attached to Atomic Lanes, the bowling alley. They're they're all one owner, um, and they're amazing. Uh, really, really excited about what we've got going on. And when I went in and had the initial meeting with them about doing the show, I was expecting a lot of this, you know, eh, we don't know, we don't know. And instead I got, hey, we're really excited about it. Um, here's four questions to appease the boss. But yeah, we're ready to sign the paperwork. So that's sweet. yeah, it, it, it's a great venue. And, and you know, I, I spend a lot of time there between bowling there and, <laughs> you know, going in and, and so, hanging out. But so, so that is where you do your league too? Yes. Yes, it yeah. is. Nice, nice. So they already knew you. That's great. Right. <laughs> Definitely helped. Probably helped quite a bit. But, you know, you, you talk, I talked to a few venues before I ever talked to them. And everyone was just kind of nose in the air. Like, we don't know if we want that. But these guys were super excited. And um, apparently they have a history. They have a history of they've had an MMA fight or an MMA event there before oh, wow. that went really well, went really well. So they were, <laughs> they, they kind of know what they're doing. So I don't, there was a lot of really good, you know, back and forth with them on how we set things up and they had a good idea already. And Dude, yeah. that sounds great. Uh, so where do the folks get their tickets? It looks like you got to go to various places. There's a lot of places <laughs> that you can just go in and get your tickets. Yes. Yes. The, um, the sponsors have, uh, tickets at a discounted rate. And so if you buy them ahead of time, you can get, you can save yourself a little bit of money. So if you go into sunken treasures or, uh, uptown phone and PC repair or weights and repetition, you can get your tickets for the general admission for $10 at the door. they will be 15 and at jokers. They're 15. But if you pick them up at one of those sponsors, you can get them for 10. Nice. So what is your future outlook? for reactivate professional wrestling? Well, that was a, I just had that funny conversation this morning. <laughs> um, <laughs> there we're setting up dates for future shows, future events there at jokers. Um, just waiting for some final approvals and some things like that. Um, I think we'll have the next show probably finalized on Sunday so I can announce it at the show. Hopefully. And then there's some other areas that we've had conversations about um, with other places. We're looking at uh, a few other areas that want to buy a show or essentially have a show there that, you know, maybe it's outdoors or um, so there's, there's some, there's some things that we're working on now um, that are far too early for us to really talk about anything in particular. But I think, I mean, there's a plan in place to get through, you know, nine shows in 2019, uh, I think is kind of where we're looking right now. Um, and then if anything else comes up that, you know, just works out. I mean, that's, that's where we'll go from there. The goal is to be able to run bi-weekly would be, would be ideal, but that's mm -hmm. definitely down the road. Nice. Nice. No, man, just give yourself a nice slow build, you know, keep bringing in the right people, you know, doing your thing, and it uh, sounds like it could be successful. Like you said, not a lot of wrestling out there other than Spokane. Down to Hermiston, hell, you guys can run a whole weekend thing and get a whole bunch of people to come out there. Yeah, that's that's what I, I like about kind of the schedule around here is, uh, you know, for the most part, Prestige is running on Fridays. I'll probably mostly be running on Sundays. Uh, it just works out with the family life and the work life and everything else. Well, also, um, not to interrupt you real quick, mm -hmm. a 5 o'clock on a Sunday, especially for your local folks there, is great. You can be home by 9.30 you know, or 9, 9.30, something like that. You know, yeah. You're not getting home at 11, 12 o'clock at night on a Sunday like you would on a Saturday or maybe our Friday night show. Yeah, exactly, exactly. We're running a little earlier. And so you know, with, with some of these guys running a little later, they're a little bit more on the adult-geared end of their, their shows. And so, again, we want to kind of put the family portion back into it, at least for these shows at Joker's. Um, 
and so yeah, it's it's nice. I mean, I got I got you know talking about the card. I got some questions early from uh, some people about the number of matches because I have nine matches on the card. Oh wow, that's good. And and there was there was some question about that, and and you know I told I my response was was pretty simple was back in my youth as a big wrestling fan, I could watch. You know, referencing one of my favorite matches of all time, the Iron Man match, um, Bret Hart mm-hmm. and Shawn Michaels, I could watch that match beginning to end without, uh, you know, without interruption. These days, in my my you know, with my phone and every all these other distractions, it's hard for me to sit down and, and keep you know an hour open for for a match. So, I wanted to bring these match times down. And let these guys do something, you know, exciting, and then move to the next one, and then move to the next one. It, it kind of in an appeal of that, you know, shorter attention spans, or mm-hmm. you know, making it more exciting. Because I've sat through an independent show years ago that was three and a half hours long and had five matches on it. Oh God! You know, I've sat through some of those. And as as much as I want these guys to just, you know, get it all out there and throw it all out there. I mean, you obviously got to save some for next time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, so yeah, we have these nine matches booked. Super excited about them. I mean, I think it's going to be a solid one from top to bottom. You know, we've got a few guys coming in from like Northwest Pro and Three Two One and Cascade and and you know all over the place. So it'll be a blast, dude. It sounds great. Uh, and how can the folks follow Reactivate Professional Wrestling on social media? Uh, Reactivate Professional Wrestling is on Facebook. Um, there is an Instagram and Twitter coming. Uh, my digital guy is getting that all taken care of for us. Uh, and then uh, you can also the the website is reactivateprowrestling.com. Um, our t-shirt store will be launching there hopefully soon. That was my next question. Merchandise. <laughs> yeah, we we I found a dropship company I'm working with, and so we'll have a pretty impressive online store opening relatively soon. Um, and then uh, you know we'll we'll do some stuff in the future. We. We'll have a few things there at the show as well. We have the merchandise table open for the guys and all that good stuff. But the gimmick. The, yep, the gimmick table. Yep. <laughs> uh, we'll have that uh, available. And then, like I said, we're launching our, our T-shirt store. I have a, a good friend of mine who's a, a fantastic graphics designer who put together all of our logos. And there was a whole list of them for us to choose from. And we kind of went with what we were working with. But then I have all these other great logos he, he supplied us. And I'm like, man, what do I do with these? Oh, man. And those will all end up in the shirt store. As soon as it launches, uh, and that'll again be at reactivateprowrestling.com. Nice. I'm a big uh, green person, so uh, that's real nice. I'll be uh, having to order up one. Don't think I'm going to make this first show, but uh, we'll definitely get over there in the in the future, man. And uh, Aaron, any final thoughts before we wrap it up tonight? And I send this podcast home. Go support independent wrestling in the Pacific Northwest. Damn it! I love when people say that. hey man thank you very much good luck aaron with your endeavor into the pro wrestling uh world and uh i hope you sell that place out i hope dave and you know referee aubrey edwards and everyone just have a great time down there and uh because i love all those guys they've been on the podcast guys and girls and uh i love the pro wrestling scene and uh good luck to you well thank you very much thanks for having me